Business English Power, episode 19. Aloha and welcome to Business English Power, the show for ambitious English students who want to level up their business English skills, become global communicators, and international business leaders. My name is Al. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to talk about, well, frankly, a huge secret in the English learning world. I would call it the secret to achieving fluency in business English or English in general. And we're going to talk about that today. Now, if you think it's too good to be true, well, again, it's not terribly complicated, but it does take some effort and just a little bit of understanding. But if you can really get this concept down, you will be achieving higher and higher levels of fluency very quickly, I'm sure of it. So stay tuned. We're going to get right into it. Before we do, please consider sharing this episode with a friend, a classmate, or a colleague. And also, please consider giving a rating in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And that would be greatly appreciated. So it would help spread the word of Business English Power and help out Al Sensei. Thank you so much. So let's get into this topic today. So what is the big secret to achieving English fluency in business? Well, let me just share a quick story with you. So several years ago when I was teaching in Tokyo, we landed, and we meaning the company I was working for at the time, you know, not a huge company, a small to mid-sized company. And we landed a huge contract for one of the biggest trading companies in the world. And this is based in Tokyo, Japan. And when we were about to start doing the lessons, we were trying to form the curriculum. What were we going to teach them and how were we going to do it? Now, they actually had a teacher there that had started with them and started a very effective way of teaching them, but they just simply didn't have enough teachers to teach the whole company because basically we're going to be teaching, not the whole company, but the newest freshman class, which was hundreds of students that were joining the company. And so how were we going to do that? with only a few teachers. Well, the the problem wasn't in the numbers, but more of the curriculum. And so this guy who had already been teaching them, his name was Mervin, I still remember that. He told us, hey, we're going to teach them using a special way, a way that we hadn't really used before. Now, before I get into what it was, basically after this contract, after we taught this freshman class of students going into the company, well, they simply renewed their contract again for several years after that. And based on this technique, my company formed its own curriculum that we taught at many other companies around Tokyo. I would say hundreds of companies around Tokyo. And this made thousands of dollars and hundreds of millions of yen for my company 
this simple concept that we formed into a whole curriculum and course that we then spread across Tokyo. And so I want to share that with you because this is a very powerful concept and a secret that I don't really see a lot of other teachers teaching in specific detail. And so that's what I want to get into. This is just an introduction to the topic, but it is very powerful if you can get this down. So let's go back to Mervyn. So what did he share with us? Well, he said we're going to base the curriculum on this thing called language actions. Now, what are language actions? Okay, Actually, he didn't use that term. He used a different term called functions. But I use the term language actions just because it's simpler to understand. Well, language actions simply are how we are using the language. Now, every language out there, whether it's English, Spanish, French, German, Chinese, Japanese, Italian, um, Arabic, whatever language we are speaking, we are always using the same functions, the same language actions. In, in other words, why are we speaking? What are we trying to communicate when we use language? Think of what we do with our everyday language. Well, a lot of times we are describing things. Okay? For example, describing objects, describing people. Sometimes we are giving directions, maybe how to get somewhere. Maybe we're asking questions. Okay? These are all language actions. Now, just look at those few examples. If you think about it, well, we can do all of those in any language out there around the world. We can describe objects in English. We can describe objects in Japanese. We can describe objects in Spanish, French, German. It doesn't matter, right? We can give directions in any language. Okay? We can ask questions in any language. And so these are language actions. Now, because we're talking about business, let's think about it in a business sense. So when we talk about business, we just need to get more specific with our language actions. Think about giving a presentation. What kind of language actions do we need in order to give a presentation? Well, of course, we need to be able to state a main topic. We need to be able to use signposting. Okay, we have an episode on that coming soon. And specifically, uh, we need to be able to summarize. Okay. Those are just a few language actions we need for presentations. What about meetings? Okay, what, pre uh, what language actions do we need to participate in meetings? Well, of course, we need to be able to ask for opinions. We need, we need to be able to give our own opinions. Okay, we need to be able to interrupt politely. Okay, again, these are just a few examples. Okay, what about socializing? What do we need you know, in order to socialize? Maybe we are... Uh, out at a party with coworkers, maybe we are at a conference where we're meeting new people. Well, of course, we need to be able to introduce ourselves. Okay? We need to be able to ask questions. We need to be able to invite people. Okay, these are all example examples of language actions, specifically attaining, uh, specifically pertaining to business. Okay, does that make sense? Now, for each language out there, there are going to be ways that we do that. Okay, of course, we are talking about English, so we will talk about 
English ways of doing that. And the purpose of this episode is not to go into all the phrases because that would take a long time. But you can just see how, if your brain can start shifting into thinking about language actions rather than translating word for word everything, you're going to be more and more proficient as you start to adapt this, you know, to this way of doing things and adopt this concept into your everyday lives and your business lives. So I advise you from this point to go deeper on your own is, you know, if you have textbooks already that you're using, you can go ahead and look up anything that's how to blah, blah, blah. Okay, so for example, how to give suggestions, how to negotiate, how to ask for opinions, okay? how to lead a meeting. So I did that example uh, of, or I did that episode on the podcast a few lessons ago. How to participate in meetings. Okay, these are just all examples of uh, language actions that you can use and look up. You know, if you think about it, if you can really, really get this concept down, what does that really mean? Well, to me, it means there's no more need to translate from your own language because if you are thinking in language actions, that means you are thinking in English, right? Does that make sense? Because you have this feeling, like let's use the inviting example. Let's say you are uh, with a colleague or from another, maybe another company or another, comp- maybe a branch from overseas, and you want to invite them to have dinner with you that evening. And so you have that feeling, whatever language you, is your native language, you're going to have that feeling in your heart, right? It's not going to necessarily be in the form of a language. You're just going to have that feeling that you want to invite someone. And so once you have that feeling, you just need to know how to express it in English. You don't need to translate it from your native language. All you need to know is how do I invite someone in English? Okay, does that make sense? And that is thinking in language actions. Once you're able to do that, you will really, really enhance and increase your fluency because there's no more need to translate from your native language. So we're just doing an introduction today on language actions. I hope that makes sense. Let me know if you have any questions. As always, you can email me al at businessenglishpower.com and I would love to hear from you. You can also please follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Business English Power for daily expressions and tips and other good stuff there. And I appreciate that. Again, language actions can really, really help you and increase your fluency in business English and your business life. I hope this has been helpful. Please stay tuned for the next episode of Business English Power coming up soon. And remember to always level up your learning and level up your